Welcome back to the Healing with Zenodyne podcast. Today we're going to talk with Keaton Fisher. He is a community organizer and an entertainer. We're going to talk about some events we have coming up in the future and what you can do to get involved and help. Without further ado, I give you Keaton Fisher. So Keaton, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Gary. We talked upstairs and you said one of the most important things to you was making an impact. One of the things you want to do on this earth is make an impact. What does that really mean to you? Mm, I see it like a footprint, a literal impact. And even though I know it's like a footprint in the sand and eventually it'll be washed away, I just want to make that dash between the year of my birth and the year of my death be able to reach the most amount of people, have the most growth on the planet to help the universe evolve and just be the conduit for those inspirations. Mm. Yeah, I just had a nice vision while you were saying that. Uh, I liked how you said footprint, you know, a literal impact. Because, uh, I don't know, it was maybe... 10 years ago when someone said, yeah, make an impact. And I saw it as an actual, I was a sphere and they were making an impact on me. And it was like pushing mm-hmm. into my sphere with their finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they were doing something necessarily beneficial. So I was kind of <laughs> like, oh, you're putting like a dent yeah. in my sphere. You're popping uh, my bubble. Yeah, or right. And that's not, that's not okay. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, it was one of the turning points where I started deciding well who to spend my time with, you know. Um, but when you said it just now, I, I thought of the footprint and I thought of the bubble and the pushing in. Uh, but then I actually thought of like making an impact in the reverse as like the universe is a bubble and it starts in one place and the energy expands. Um, and the impact you make is from the inside instead of the outside. You, you make an impact, but it's on the inside of the bubble and pushes out, you know, instead of, instead of in. And, and then it almost looks like, uh like an egg or an embryo when you're trying to get out and you, you push and push hard enough, make a good enough impact and you get to get yeah, out. Yeah, that's a, a, a Demian reference, I believe. Mm. Um, I, I'm not going to be able to quote it well enough, but it's a pretty big novel in, you know, canon. Um, and the reference to the energy it takes to break out of the egg mm. is like a big theme that runs throughout that novel it's the escape velocity you know the energy it takes to get off planet earth Mm. it's the escape velocity right or the Mm. great glass elevator to get through the glass ceiling charlie yeah yeah Yeah. um well and that's that's something i try to do as a seeker and i'm using these words fresh you know i haven't identified as a seeker like all my life i look back and it's obvious um but as a seeker, I want to poke a hole in the universe and rip aside the veil and figure out what's going on here because everywhere you turn, it seems to be deeper than it looks, you know? And I was having some real intense visions today. I've been looking at, um, you know, elderly people, you know, like 70, 80 years old and quickly flashing through, like seeing their face at that stage and then watching it just flash through, down through middle age, down to like youth and virility down to like a baby a benjamin just, button yeah vision. just watching it happen real quick and under no uh control of my own it's just i look at someone it's just like whew, and i realize how quick that happens you mm. know? and it changes the perspective of time 
and makes this human experience seem like a small thing. Uh, but the moment that I feel like human experience is a small thing and the moment that I feel like human experience is small is itself small. And then I come back to like my regular awareness where every moment seems like this huge, all important, all encompassing, it's the only thing. Right. And that little moment in my memory seems jarring and special and fills me with awe now. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, because you can definitely, I mean, you have two options and there's maybe some gray area in between, but it's no, you know, life is ultimately meaningful or our life is meaningless. You know, and logic would lead you to believe that life is meaningless in a lot of ways. It's at least from the philosophers that I've read, you know, they say that logic basically disproves life, you know, just like works against it and shows how it doesn't make any sense and you can't. Makes everything cold. Right, exactly. And so, like, that experience of seeing life, like, so fleeting and yet every moment is eternal is all is living in that paradox as well i like the giving you the option of of left or right because so many of the big philosophical ideas do that like free will it's kind of like you either can do a thing in any moment or every single time you trip over a sidewalk or like blink your eye or do anything was predestined from the beginning of the universe. There, there doesn't seem to be a lot of gray area. As soon as you start talking about gray area, you're just like fudging up the argument. And so many books and so many lives have been spent on like the gray area in free will. Like maybe there's nodes that are guaranteed to happen and you can like divide in between, like dive anywhere you want in between those nodes, but those nodes are gonna happen. And when you look at chaos theory and fractals, there's just no way. You know, every little tiny thing, you know, I mean, even down to I can't say it on the podcast again because it's been said so many times. But the way <laughs> I met Shivani was this tiny little thing. Right. And without that tiny little thing, you could not be here right now. Exactly. You know, oh, man. And the way that I met the community that I'm a part of and the one of the main people in that community, how they met Tina and then how I met Tina, I wouldn't be here right now either. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. And every one of us is having so many of those like experiences. It's like how this couldn't have happened any other way. It's all interwoven together, sort of like uh, the blockchain and Bitcoin. Right. You know, where it's like everything is locked into place by the actions of everything else. Yes. Mm -hmm. Inextricable mm -hmm. from the whole. Mm -hmm. Well, and one of the things you said upstairs was uh, perfection is the enemy of good, you know. And if we were all striving for perfection, we would have stayed home that time that we went out and made the connection that brought us to mm -hmm. this moment, you know. Mm -hmm. And every moment is wonderful and beautiful if you are like, open and awake um but the last six months has been unreal like wonderful and beautiful and connected mm -hmm. and it's because everyone around me is doing the same kind of work on self in the universe that i'm doing mm -hmm. and uh, the drawing together has literally been people saying i'm gonna go do my best not i'm gonna go be perfect mm -hmm. but i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna do my best and see what happens right it seems that the time is ripe for us to turn into a butterfly. Humanity has been eating up all of our resources. 
on the planet and so we have to change and it the pressure is enormous and mounting and it seems almost hopeless at times but there is so much um, iridescent life to be found yeah uh, I love the use of iridescent after the butterfly analogy because um, now I just see the wings flapping and they're flapping in the dark, unfortunately, because it does seem like that's where we are. Uh, the massive use of resources is obvious, uh, palpable, um, suffocating, uh, literally. Uh, it's interesting. If you look at an ecosystem, the organisms in it find their own balance by definition. Mm -hmm. um, and on the first podcast, I talked with Sahil, and he asked me about money. And I said that money is bizarre in that you can hoard it and it will stay where it is and not degrade, but it will get more valuable, you know? So like back in the day when you took wheat and fruit and nuts and all that and you hoarded it, you had to take care of it. If you had chickens, you hoarded them, but you took care of them, you fed them. If you didn't take care of it, it would die or the wheat would mold and your resources would go, go away. But once we got to the coins, you could throw it in a bank vault and it would just stay there. Um, yeah, it would never decay. It would never decay. And now we're thousands of years past this, and we're at a point where resources have been amassed in digital ways that don't mean anything. But if, if I was to take a digital bank account of a billion dollars and, like, push the magic genie button and turn it into, like, the physical matter that it was representing, uh, the pile would be gross and disgusting, and everyone who looked upon it would know that it was wrong, uh, that it allowed too much manipulation of the surroundings into, on one human. You know, there's one person who has way too much control on their surroundings. And so what we're left with now is trying to build meaningful communities in a world where this is it's not the norm, but it is the thing that apparently matters right now. The, the juggernaut that's carrying, carrying the weight of influence on the world is these couple of giant piles of billions of dollars. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and also it's been exacerbated since the 70s when we went away from gold-backed mm -hmm. currency to yeah. debt-backed currency where we find ourselves constantly digging our hole and the hole is getting bigger faster than we're even digging it to the point where even if we took all the dirt we've already dug and <laughs> yeah, replaced right. the hole there we still are in a hole if we paid back ourselves all the money in the world we'd still be hundreds of trillions of dollars in debt to ourselves as a as a species and there's, there's just no way to make that end meet it's an artificial scarcity that impacts our decisions each and every day. An artificial scarcity, that's a phrase. That is a phrase. I definitely want to plant a flag there and I just want our listeners to take a moment and download artificial scarcity. Hmm. I almost want people to pause the podcast and take a moment and come up with their own solution to artificial scarcity because that's the butterfly flapping in the dark with the shiny colors is the people coming up with novel solutions because everybody has something special in their mind and in their spirit. Um, 
and when you bring those people together, when you really do build a community and a conscious community that has, you know, something really binding it together, everybody is a butterfly in the dark. Right. You know, and the dark isn't so dark anymore. Right. Everyone is so special, you know. It's I'd love to see people in the position that they need to be in order to put on display their unique gifts and talents. Well, you have, you apparently, from what I'm seeing, you have a talent for bringing those type of people together. Um, we are, as a community, throwing an event called We Union. It's happening uh, the weekend of October 10th, uh, but there are a lot of smaller events leading up to it that are going to culminate in this event. Correct. And when, uh, when I went to the first of the smaller events, I saw powerful person after powerful person walking up to you and quickly and decisively stating what they needed from you and what they had to offer. And I realized that the planning behind this is, it's not only multifaceted, but everybody who's responsible for something is good at what they do. Uh, and that's kind of rare. I'm, I'm part of groups of people doing stuff all the time. And sometimes you're just like, hey, we need someone to do that. And someone just like, hey, I think I could do that. And they step up and do some important job. And mm -hmm. that doesn't seem to be what's happening here. Yeah, no, everyone that I'm surrounded by are leaders in their own right. And I am very appreciative for that because ultimately what I want to build requires people to have their own autonomy, to make decisions on their own, to act from their own place of resilience and responsibility. And because that just interweaves the whole story that much stronger. Uh, because I'm just one person and I have my perspective and my experiences and I can't make decisions from someone else's perspective. I can try to empathize, but ultimately because I haven't had those same aspects in my life, I need to give up that control and be able to uh, trust that people are going to step up and do the best that they can. And you know, in that process, I we've fallen short in some ways in the past because We Union is an annual event, uh, and even getting to the stage that we're at this year, you know, it took four, four or five years trying different things and having smaller versions to getting to where we are today. That we want to have a road to We Union, and be doing these smaller mini events along the way. Uh, looking at doing this Sunday Chakra series, you know, where we started with the root chakra and all of these leaders are together planting the roots of in, and seeds of intention for this year. And uh, all the way up to We Union, the Passion Potluck Party, the Art Harvest Party, where we're going to be harvesting the fruits of our labors, of our individual efforts, as well as the connections of our relationships and our intentions coming from years past prior to us even meeting it's amazing like I, I can see just like the trajectory you know where our, our our points are all separate back here you know and then time is moving forward and we're closely we're moving closer and closer together but we don't we still don't know each other and now we know each other and boom yeah. you know just mm -hmm uniting and bringing together all of our fires to build such a beautiful and bright light to help each other shine in a way that although we shine amazingly in the dark um, 
to see how we might shine together is something to behold. It is. It is, brother. Um, and I appreciate the way that you're bringing this together. Uh, one of the marks of a strong leader, which we talked about at the last Zenodyne meeting when we got everyone on camera for the blurb, everyone told us what they think makes a good leader. And a lot of people said uh, having the strength to delegate tasks and allow other people to step up and do their part, you know. And obviously there's the being able to deal with something when someone doesn't do their part, but that's secondary to building the good team and just going out, you know? Like, that's cleanup stuff. That's not the function of being a leader. Being a leader is just standing up, grabbing everyone and going and getting it done. Um, and I like this mini event leading up to the big event in October because momentum is everything. You know, uh, movements are defined by momentum. Movements are not events. They are they are the momentum generated by a series of events. Um, and when you say the road to reunion, I know you mean the documentary that we're going to make, yeah. where we're just we're taking footage of every single event along the way. And the first event was planting seeds. The second event was cleaning up the first of the three farms. We're going to do this series of events right around Cedar Lake, Indiana. And uh, we took the footage of the first event, the second event of cleaning up one of the farms. We're going to take footage of the next events where we plant those seeds, where we harvest and take care of the food. And then at the end where we cook the food and feed it to everyone. Right. It is going to be a really special documentary called The Road to Union. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're, the Sunday Chakra series is kind of how we're going to be delineating the road, you know, having our sort of checkpoints so we had the root chakra on uh, Easter, and then we're going to be moving forward with the sacral chakra on 6-6, six, six, and then we'll be moving forward again to solar plexus on 8-8 eight, eight in the Lion's Gate portal, and then we union is the weekend of 10-10. Uh, ten, ten. And so those are our checkpoints to make sure you know where we're at, everything is in line, the trajectory is right, we have all our seeds growing, got the food growing. Uh, we have opportunities with the pollinator sanctuary in Crete to do a permaculture design. And so we're pulling together a team. We're actually going to be talking about that later tonight, uh, pulling together our team to design this permaculture uh, endeavor and pitch it to the land sponsor of the pollinator sanctuary in order to get a quarter to a half acre of land uh, to implement that. And so one of the major foci of um of this whole road is work and play work and play so we're going to be working together building our relationship figuring out how each one of us works how to communicate with one another which will lead into we union where we will then see how we have developed our abilities and it was sort of like um Sort of, I, I like sports a lot. It's kind of like the regular season and then the playoffs, mm -hmm. you know, where we got the regular season over five months now, mm -hmm. about five months till we union. And so we have the regular season for five months and then the, and then the playoffs for 
you know, about a week or two to really put together everything that we've thought about, that we've practiced, that we've tried throughout the year, and put that all on display for those who have joined us along the way, as well as new people who are just hearing about it at the last minute. Uh, that's the idea of We Union, you know. The reason why it's We Union rather than Reunion is because we're going to be connecting old friends and new friends, bringing out the people that each one of us knows individually to then meet our new friends and meet back with the ones that we've already known. And so the way that that, that connection can work is really outstanding. You know, it's, it's exponential where you think about six degrees of separation we know the whole world so bringing people together like this the intention is not necessarily for networking purposes and building our businesses and you know achieving our dreams necessarily although it is creating and cultivating the space for those things to matriculate mm. man I cannot wait for Union. <laughs> I mean, my band's going to play, and yeah. that's not even the most the thing I'm most excited about, the <laughs> fact that we're growing and feeding all this food to everybody and bringing right. everyone together. You know, and uh, our main goal is to build community and momentum. Uh, and so if you're listening to this and this sounds like something you want to get involved in, um, send us a message on the Zenodyme Facebook uh, at zenodyme.com. Um, I'm Garrett Ray. This is Keaton Fisher. You can find us, you know, uh, and we would love to have you come out and help work on the farm, grow the food, help right. feed the people, come play music, you know, just come be a part of We Union. It's about us, but it's it's about we. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a, one of the taglines is a passion potluck party. So that means it's a potluck of your passion. Mm -hmm. All of us are going to bring what we are most passionate about in order to put that on display for the rest of the community as a way of saying thank you for being there for me. Thank you for supporting me on my journey. Thank you for creating the space uh, for, for me to offer my gift because receiving is as important as giving in the reciprocal nature of relationship. When we are able to have that space, it creates a way of uh, inspiring us to work towards our goals even more vigorously than we may have before. Because when you don't know where you're going to go with what you're working on, and you don't have that date and time where you want it needed to be done by, then you can sort of just like float in the breeze and, you know, oh, I'll get to it, oh, I'll get to it. But when you know, you know, 10-8, 10-9, 10-10, where th this is what's happening, then that gives you a, a place to aim for, to pull mm -hmm. back that bow and shoot. and let that arrow go. Shoot it right. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and I can feel that with my band, too. We're like, oh, it's like five months away. Let's let's get everything settled. <laughs> you know? It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny, man. No, I'm, I'm, ex I'm so excited, you know. Like, I've had... I've had so many different bands play in the past for We Union. A friend, a rapper friend of mine who does like, uh, he's a, he calls it, considers himself a conscious rapper, like a hip hop mo motivational speaker. 
Um, but uh, so We're, I'm 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 gonna try to get him to come out again. He lives yeah, in Atlanta I mean, we right could, now. We could back him up. Throw yeah, some real live drums, yeah. a little bit of like yeah, real guitar. Yeah, get you over, guys connected. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, and yeah, I I don't know what the actual thing's gonna look like, but there's a point at which we could act almost as a house band if that's appropriate. Mm. Um, I'm not sure that that's what I want or that that's what they'll want, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll figure that out. Yeah, later. you know, I yeah. mean, we're 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 it's like a me and a friend of mine joked about this before. It's a, it's like a calling all homies situation we're in right Come now. Get down. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. being like what do you do like cuz you, you know, as people start joining on this and recognizing like how cool this opportunity is, we're going to have too much music. We're going to have too many bands. It's a good thing we're I making know, it yeah, multiple know. days. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so we can so have so we can have space. So, so, you know, I mean at the very least you know, people can play as much as they want to play when we get there. We got the instruments. We're not going to let the stage stay silent. But no, ultimately, no, no, like for We Union last year, people that just showed up, they were like, oh, can I sing some songs? You know, we just plugged in a, a like, you know, plugged in a phone and they got to sing. They're just like, oh, you guys like are some karaoke stuff. Basically, I mean, fun. they yeah. did their they did their own music, too. Okay. They had their right. own backing right. tracks already. They just okay. talked to the DJ and got it put on. That's and then they cool. were able to sing like their own originals. And it. so, yeah, but, you know, karaoke is going to be a thing. There's going to be photo booth, you know, henna station, places for all types of creation stations, yeah. getting the colorful seating thing. You know, yeah, the the sky's the limit. I mean, realistically, and this might not happen this year because, you know, we're just getting our feet under us. And this is going to be an annual, like for me, it's a pretty much an annual thing where we're going to be growing and developing and maybe take it on the road eventually. Um, but I want to have like um, objectives throughout the year for people to participate with, you know, where it's like um, treasure hunts and like, uh, you know, just when you go to different events, you can get keys and then yeah. use those keys to unlock things at We Union or, you know, like a like a big so uh, cool. uh, escape room or something like that. Where it's, it's like if you, you know, you clean up a block and you take a picture, you can get points. It could be like get to it to being like Harry Potter where we're like creating these teams, and you know. Will yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the Dungeons and Dragons, with the LARPing, like, people are gonna, people are gonna dress like up. It. You're uh, gonna have an evolution of your character, like you know. Man, like, I'm gonna... I cannot wait to light that place up with stage lights. Oh it's my goodness, the so pollinator cool. sanctuary, so man! Cool. And so that's cool. and that's so good. You know, the analogy is like that's why I love I love to live the analogy. You know, because the pollinator sanctuary is a place for bees to help bees and butterflies to help pollinate these d- different plants and and so bring to life. Right, bring it all to life, and and so we're all we are also like you know pollinating each other's dreams, helping to fertilize what we already have going on in our own lives and just just through happenstance you know those those situations that we were talking about where it's like there's no way this could have happened we're creating that space for like this couldn't have happened any other way uh, i love the idea of pollinators in each other's lives and it's i mean it's it holds up under scrutiny it's <laughs> very clear that i've brought some of the pollen from the flowers I've been to into your life. Right. And you've brought some of the pollen from the flowers you've been to into my yeah. life, no question. Yeah, we are all bees in this community, you know, busy bees, having fun, doing the dance, telling each other where the honey's at, you know what I mean? It's like 10 miles as the crow flies. Yeah, the honey's, uh, the honey's at the bee sanctuary uh, the weekend of 
October 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yeah. Yeah, come yeah. to WeUnion. Uh, we'll see you there and come to the events before and come build with us. We, we need you. All right, that was a fun conversation. You can find Keaton Fisher and more about WeUnion at Imagine Nation Foundation on Facebook. That's three words. And you can find us at Zenadime.com. As always, thanks for listening.